1: synced up on that one yeah, that was really
2: good i am um, i was like gary we have to start the podcast right now because rob is trying to eat chocolate pudding or mousse or whatever it yeah, is
1: some soft chocolate
2: and you cannot do it because the top of your
1: mouth uh, i burned my mouth it has to be is there a 100 degree burn
2: 100 degrees that's yeah. a lot of burn it's a lot death. of burns
1: i burned it to the skull <laughs> I burned the roof of my mouth to the skull. No. Um, No, I've I've never burned my mouth this bad in my life. And the whole roof of my mouth is burnt. So any fluid or any food I put in there kills. I mean, it hurts so bad. My mouth starts watering and I can hardly. It's the worst. How did you do it? Oh, I got some hot chili. Not, (laughs) not, um, not spice hot. Temperature hot.
2: It's why is it called chili when it's hot? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's
1: some bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, I bit into it. It burned my mouth. I spit it all back into the bowl instantaneously, but the damage was done. And now, three days later, I still I can't get any food in.
2: Can you? Where did you? Can you sue the place that served it to you, or was no, it your house?
1: No, I can't sue. I mean, I sure you could, but that just makes America worse.
2: Well, I, did you ever see the documentary on the lady with the McDonald's burns? Like, that was, like, some serious burn. And it you was, ought, it was like,
1: foolish for them to have 120 degree or whatever yeah. it was. It was it was piping hot. Piping hot coffee. <laughs> One Because I remember I heard about that lawsuit and I was like,
0: this fuck way. America. Yeah, exactly. Fuck
1: this shit. Fuck the lawyers. I'm yeah. in a mood today. Can yeah. you tell? <laughs> I'm just dropping F-bombs uh, yeah. right and left. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, it's because my mouth is burned and I can't eat. And I'm hangry and I've been hangry for two days.
2: It's too bad that you can talk, though. <laughs>
1: What an a hole! What an a hole! Um, anyway, yeah, but uh, uh, so I was all mad at her. Yeah, and turns out she's not necessarily wrong. You shouldn't serve your coffee at two hundred degrees or whatever it was. <laughs> and so since then they've reduced the um, yeah the temperature, um, and it's
2: still hot. Like you still have to wait to drink it. You yeah. can't drink it right away. So it's not like they've they've they're like, well, oh, this is. Cold-ass coffee.
1: Sometimes I go into Starbucks and if I want – I want my coffee right now. I don't don't want to wait. I don't want the waiting period for it Mm -hmm. to cool. I'll say, um, can I have it at a lower temperature? And I'm trying to keep it masculine. Yeah, no. And they go, you mean kid's temp? (laughs) Yes. And I go, oh, fuck me. And then they go – Uh, Mocha with a kid's temp on the mocha. Was that a grande? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. A grande kid's temp mocha. And then they come back and they look at you with that smile like, fuck you. And I just, I know they know what they're doing. Yeah, what's the name? It's Rob. Rob what? Rob what? You don't need my last name, ma'am.
2: We do for kid's temp. It's a safety measure.
1: So anyway, oh my God, I'm
2: so sorry that does suck. I yeah. I know that feeling of it's like so bad when it sounds like a really petty injury, but you <laughs> yeah. it's it, unless it's happening to you, you have no idea how it's awful debilitating. It is. Yeah, it's and like,
1: then I wake up in the morning and it's dry. Uh, and I, 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 I honestly, I have been in pain for like three days, is that and there's how long no I relief. Ago? There's no relief. Yeah, I guess how do you? Well, there's that? this there's this gel. That I put in there, but then my tongue goes completely numb and the roof (laughs) of my mouth goes numb and it only lasts about five minutes. And I'm, I'm I'm useless. It's awful. And then it, then I swallow it. It makes my stomach upset. It's pathetic. I'm, I'm yeah. a hot mess right now.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. No. That does stink. Yeah, but, but it, it's really funny from my perspective. <laughs> just you know, just seeing you eat pudding and it's hard. It's hard to eat pudding. Hard it's to like... eat
1: pudding. These are real problems. Yeah, the struggle is real. It's real.
2: Well, you don't have as bad of problems as some people in America. Break it down like, for me. Uh, well, first of all. In Holmdale, New Jersey,
1: uh-huh.
2: they've had a mystery pooper at their high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so they've been trying to figure out who is like pooping on the field, I think it is, the football field and the track. It's like pooping all over the school. Like, a mad every pooper. Day. I've heard of mad poopers before. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out it's it was the superintendent.
1: I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry?
2: Yeah, the superintendent. Not you the know, principal. Th- no. You
1: the know. superintendent of all the schools? Yeah. Comes and takes his, is it a he or her?
2: It's a he, I think. Of course it's a he. Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, He comes and takes his afternoon dumps on the high school track.
2: (laughs) Afternoon? Yeah, I don't know the guy's name is. Early morning.
1: Early morning. Oh, it's early morning. So he has has a Starbucks uh, kid's temp coffee, (laughs) and he goes down to the track, and he takes a deuce on the track.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I believe the one that he got caught for was uh, pre-6 a.m. Wow. That's an early call That's a really
2: that early...
0: That's a really... <laughs>
2: but he has to get up earlier than... He's regular, though. Is he,
0: he's regular.
2: <laughs> what if he was like the biology teacher? <laughs> oh,
1: God. It's so disgusting to me. Obviously, anybody just taking a dump on a track... Outside. And outside in public. Unless you're in the woods on, on some sort of survival yeah, unless quest. It's like
2: an emergency. You had to pull the car over. Right.
1: But for an adult... Yeah. T- an, an adult... With responsible position in society, i.e. the superintendent of a series of schools, an entire district of schools, decides that the good choice, Uh the good decision is to drop your pants Uh in broad daylight and just pinch off a loaf (laughs) on the hot hot D. (laughs) on the track. <laughs> what is wrong with America right now?
2: You're like, yeah. oh, somebody dropped the baton that you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No, 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 I told no, you to no. clean up a track, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you got batons laying everywhere.
2: Like, oh, that's not... <laughs> who left the pole vault? Pull up? Coach.
1: Coach, that's <laughs> not a... Uh, I'll get it. <laughs>
2: Just races over and grabs it really fast, like that angry dad grab. Yeah. Like I'll
1: pick it up yeah, and just I'll... grab it. <laughs> oh. damn you kids! It was the superintendent, coach. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Tell me another one.
2: Sure, it was Doctor Tremaglini.
1: <laughs> what is this piece of shit name? name? Thomas
2: Tremaglini. Tremogli-
1: 42 years old you 42 year old superintendent dick
2: piece of d piece of of d
1: it makes me mad i think right now because i'm hungry everything makes me mad (laughs) but he makes me so mad right now
2: you're just full of like pudding and like (laughs) rice you're just like this hot piece of dump shit
1: (laughs) i should be full of steak and i'm full of pudding and it's not right. You
2: like can't have any chips. That's <laughs> like that's what that's oh. your breaking point. Oh. <laughs> that's your breaking point. Like, I can't have uh, oh. like those kettle cooked chips. The good ones, you know, <laughs> super salty. They're really crunchy. Oh, uh,
1: the sea salt. Come on. The ones
2: that leave your your My mouth light. is starting to
1: water now, just thinking about <laughs> that that's just your illness. I, I don't know why, but this guy makes me so fucking mad. Be- <laughs> it's probably what? because he has been trusted. Mm-hmm. In a position of responsibility, and he's supposed to lead by example, and he's supposed to be a beacon uh, for people to l- look at and and guide to for leadership right. and and emulate. And he has this sick fucking <laughs> fetish for going and taking a shit on people's tracks. <laughs> I mean, uh, wholesome tracks. We're just earth. trying to run. <laughs> We're just trying to run a good mile. A
2: wholesome. <laughs> Good clean cut tracks. Just trying to just get my shot put on in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I've gotta look down at your half a piece of pole vault yeah. laying in the middle of the.
1: And he's been doing it for a while. Dash. This is right, right? He's been doing this for a while. Yes.
2: So he's know. he's
1: been. Matter of fact, the reason, if I'm not mistaken, the reason they caught him is because they set up cameras specifically to catch him because he's been doing so much hot d.
2: How. Do- <laughs> How did, he, how did he not know about the cameras? So, like, they must have suspected him if they were like, "We're not going to tell the superintendent that we're setting up these yeah. cameras, yeah. little sneaky cameras." Mm-hmm. Like, they or must it was have the janitor who was just tired of
1: cleaning having, it yeah, up. The
2: guy that's like, eh, "I don't, I don't let my dog shit here. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to bring my, you know, to the center field."
1: And what happens to him? I'm, I'm assuming he gets fired. But then, in the world we live in. He can go, we can move on down the street to another district and get on. And when they call to say, what happened with uh, <laughs> Dr. whatever is hot D? Tell me about Dr. Hot D. What What's wrong with him? Why did he leave? They can't, in the world we live in now, HR rules say right. you can't say why you well, fired him he, and you he, got rid of him, right? which gone. is bullshit. If I call and want right. to know, hey, uh, I'm about to hire this guy. Is there any problems I should know about? Why did he leave the last job? I can't tell you. Is he an axe murderer? Is he a mad shitter? Is he? What <laughs> mad do you Mad know?
2: shitter would not even be one of the first thoughts that you have. Now it
1: is. Now it's the first question I'm going to ask in You're any like, interview I have. Sex
2: with, with students? <laughs> yeah. Mad shitter? Yeah. Or axe murderer? That's it. That's probably the only three. And they
1: would have to sit there and go, Ah, uh, we can't discuss that with you, sir. <laughs> and so you end up hiring the, yeah. the shit maker. <laughs> And some poor school district in this country is mm-hmm. going to the, the hire the shitmaker. Yeah. So we, yeah. have, we have global reach. Read his name again.
2: His name is <laughs> Thomas Tramagolini. He's from Aberdeen, New Jersey. He's 42 years old. He was uh, caught. You know, he charged Monday. The superintendent was apparently running at the track around 5.50 a.m. before he was arrested. So he was arrested. He's since pay- taken a paid leave of absence. He got paid leave. He makes $147,000 a year. Yeah, which is like twice as much as you make, you know, <laughs> for year. in the Kenilworth School District. And he's scheduled to appear in court on Monday. We should all go to the court. Let's go to the court. <laughs> say, oh, my God. Like, uh, could you imagine, like, oh. telling your wife, like, hey, listen.
1: I have to go to New Jersey. <laughs> Why? You got yeah, a show or something? Tournament? Yeah, golf. What's up?
2: I'm going to a court hearing uh, for a, this.
1: Uh, super there's news. a mad shitter up there. <laughs> I don't know. Sarah and I really want to go up and just I see him, really, yeah. just to see his stupid face <laughs> yeah. and then scream, you're a mad shitter at the, in the we, courtroom.
2: We should wear like Mad Hatter hats, but they're the poop emoji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Can>
1: you imagine <laughs> I'm Not sure I, and I apologize because I know our listeners are probably like, Jesus, Riggle. Enough. We get it. <laughs> no. But it really got under my skin and it bothered me a lot. All right. What oh. else is going on in the world, oh, Sarah? And, and Chan? What
2: do you think was Hi. more embarrassing? Hi. That guy taking a shit on the, the football field or the outfits at the Met Gala last night.
1: Yeah, there was some obnoxious <laughs> shit going on there, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. Some people looked really stylish. I like I know what stylish means. <laughs> Stylish is such a stupid word. That's real stylish. I don't know what stylish.
2: It was like current. I, I guess. I didn't realize that the Met Gala had a theme. I didn't. Th- yeah. I don't think I knew that before. But so, like, the theme this year was like something like heavenly, heavenly bodies heavenly Catholic, old Catholic. Catholic. So, like, everybody looked. There's like- a
1: theme. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Actually, I don't mind the theme. The theme focuses everybody.
2: Yeah, but like,
1: but it got out of control. Didn't it, it got,
2: of course. It's a <laughs> Met Gala, you know. Like Tom, that's like that's Katy Perry. But like, look at Sarah Jessica Parker's weird oh, ass head. Oh, like everybody looked like they were wearing like a Catholic church on their body. It, you know
1: what this looks like? This looks like the fucking uh, um, Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Go Google this shit, y'all, and Google image this stuff. It's the Hunger Games. Yeah. It's gross. It's yeah. a bunch of r- unbelievably wealthy people in hyper mm-hmm. clothes, sitting in judgment of other people yeah. <laughs> while yeah. while the rest of us kill each other,
2: right? And take dumps and they're on tracks. Actually, the ones that are hungry, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in order to fit into those outfits, you have to. But it's like Tom Brady and Giselle. you know, and Tom was wearing like this weird turtleneck
1: and like, I a gold saw jacket. that. Can I tell you? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I saw that this morning on uh, Twitter or something. He had the blazer, but yeah. it had all the embroidery down the it's front, old. and it looks like a Hunger Game thing. But he was with Giselle, and they were on some red carpet. And I remember it was such a flash. I go, I go. Oh gosh, she's dressing him again. That yeah. was my only thought. Was mm-hmm. he? You know, she made him dress up like a tool. Yeah, you know, for some red carpet fancy schmancy thing. Um, yeah,
2: he said that she. Laid it out for him, yeah. And I'm then sure. They, I think, People Magazine asked him what uh, his favorite part of the Met Gala was, and he said the end.
1: <laughs> god bless him.
2: Yeah, that was god like the only him. thing he's ever said that I thought was good. Oh my god, that that's I actually that.
1: I respect that so much. That's almost his, uh, almost his sixth Super Bowl ring.
2: Yeah, right. Equivalent. Yeah. That
1: comment alone. Yeah. I would give that.
2: It's so fun, like, to just to make fun of stuff like that because I would never be invited to something like that. So it's, it's cool. also $30,000 a ticket and a quarter million dollars for a table.
1: Uh, yeah. Is oh. that all? Yeah. yeah. And, and what do they do with the money? Yeah.
2: It I do It goes to, to the, the Met? Fashion Institute at the Met to keep all of the, that part of the museum open. Okay. That part of the there's a fashion part of the museum at the Met. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that's what they go in there and look at. They look at whatever the new uh, installation, exhibit the exhibit is. is at the Met for the fashion wing.
1: Okay. I mean, I have sure. no comment on that.
2: My favorite part was that Tiffany Haddish went. So Tiffany is a. Uh, so I'm going to be riding on the VMAs with Tiffany. She's an old friend, uh-huh. and you know nothing oh, is better. than – My good friend
1: Tiffany as well. Yeah. Oh, from Uh, night school. From night school. Right. Yes. Okay,
2: right, right, right. So, you know, Tiffany in situations like that Mm -hmm. was just making everybody uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that is like my favorite part. Like, you know, she's like, where is the food up in here? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, y'all look crazy. I I
1: love (laughs) Tiffany for so many reasons. One of them is she just doesn't tolerate bullshit.
2: Right. She's the Tracy Morgan of this event, you know? <laughs> like, her and Tracy Morgan being together on the last OG is like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, she is the female Tracy Morgan, but, like, way prettier. Mm-hmm. Unofficial. She had a—Madonna had a hype man. Oh, Tiffany Haddish, Madonna's unofficial hype man. What did mm-hmm. she do?
0: So, apparently, Madonna performed, and Tiffany was chiming in during her performance of Like a Prayer.
2: Hallelujah! <laughs> during this very like serious
1: yeah well
2: you know do you know tiffany no one does it
1: better than tiffany on that <laughs> So
2: tiffany and i one time we went uh snowboarding she's actually a really good snowboarder and i didn't know i was like well let's see okay yeah. but i'm not really that great so i didn't care and uh so i go i was like i'm gonna pick you up at like 6:30 in the morning she's like i'm, I'm gonna be ready she ready right <laughs> and i'm like okay i'm like hoping that she's gonna be yeah I mean, six twenty-five, she walked out of the house in like a nineteen eighties like outfit it was the best. And the first thing she says is, You want me to bring the handicap placard <laughs> <laughs> She has a handicap placard which she got like her doctor to give to her because oh she like she's like I she's like, Listen, I got four hundred dollars in parking tickets this year. How about I give you three hundred dollars and you give me a handicap placard? And he was like, All right. <laughs> So she brings that, and then the whole way there she's like rolling joints in my car which is like not even something that I, I'm i just like okay like you yeah. do what you do and then she tr- she told me about how to get an abortion on a roller coaster like oh, I've never learned God. so much in one car ride you in my learned a lot. Life.
1: That, you went to school yeah
2: she's like you know because you just need to drink a bunch of Hennessy and then get on the roller coaster and you know by day get a year free so you also get a season pass <laughs> you know? like, it was just, the most of, so I could just imagine how much fun she made that Met Gala for everybody
1: else. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that, uh,
2: and then she probably pooped on the uh, exhibit. You know?
1: Well, there you could uh, see a doctor, and speaking of doctors, Dr. Ken. <laughs> nice transition, Riggle. Oh, nah, I thought you were going to
2: do the hymns read. No, no, no,
1: speaking no. no I, was, I was talking about Dr. Ken, our good friend. Yeah. Dr. Ken Zhang. Uh, um, young <laughs> The way you <he> said that, <laughs> I can I can barely talk. My mouth is burnt to I thought
2: you were just doing like a you know like the Latino last name <laughs> like Rodriguez. <laughs> Bar- <some>. Barcelona.
1: <laughs> Barcelona. Jean.
2: Oh, Jean.
1: I'm trying to put some stank on it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting a stank There's on it. There's
2: been a lot of stank talked about today. So, but go right ahead. Uh,
1: well, anyway, our friend Dr. Ken, great comedian, loved the man, one of the nicest guys in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Proved it yet again. He's a real doctor in real life. Yes. Um, and you know him from all from uh, it's not like as, Dr. Phil. It's <laughs> Mr. Chow from all the Hangover movies. Yep. In case you're wondering who we're talking about, um, he's a doctor in real life. Also, a great comedian stand up as well uh, He was doing a show in Phoenix, and he the, a woman in the audience uh had a seizure, and at first, he thought she was heckling, heckling. or yeah. doing That's something to cause trouble, and so you know turns out he he dialed in pretty quickly, figured out, oh no, that she's not uh heckling she's in distress like mm-hmm. she's having a seizure. He jumps off the stage and, being a doctor, immediately begins rendering first aid and helping ah. her uh, until the paramedics arrive. Wow! And uh, and through his actions, uh, helped this woman tremendously. I don't know if it was life saving, but it mm. was it definitely uh, calmed the situation and kept her in, uh, in in a safe way, I guess, until the uh, until the paramedics arrived to help her uh, and get her to a hospital. But. And then he jumped back up on stage no. and finished his set. No. Yes. How do you you can't do you can't follow that? No, I would I would have said and uh, that's it, folks. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't have. I would have tried to finish too. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you're but supposed
2: I, to. But it's just like I appreciate like Doctor
1: Ken so much. That
2: that was it. It's incredible, but it's like when you have to throw out a heckler. Yeah. It makes the audience so uncomfortable that just, like, coming back from that, which is something they want. They want you to do it. Yeah. But it still creates this tone in the air that's like, ugh.
1: It you was know, ugly. Like it's Everybody's it's adrenaline's it's up. Everybody's kind of got that fight or flight thing yeah. going on. And it's
2: like someone hit mom so at the dinner table and everyone just has to act like, no, everything's fine. We just yeah. uh just yeah. keep eating.
1: Just keep eating. <laughs> It'll all go away. Yeah. but it's It like, is. Uh, dealing with hecklers – and I always hate the asshole hecklers who sit there and say, hey, that was awesome. I was like, what was awesome, you fucking pile of shit?
2: <laughs> you steaming pile of steaming superintendent,
1: superintendent shit. superintendent <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh,
2: wow. How do you save – like how do you attend to someone who's having a seizure? I
1: think you, you, you check the vitals. You make sure they're not in a life-threatening situation. This is what so I would – you to do
2: something with their tongue?
1: Well, yeah. You make sure that – if it's a seizure, you make sure that they aren't swallowing their tongue. And right. you make sure that they uh, – but it's always stop the bleeding, start the breathing. You know, those are the, always wow. make sure if they're bleeding, stop them, stop the bleeding. And if they're not breathing, get them breathing again. Right. This is, these are the paramount things to they're always first assessment mm-hmm. uh, start the breathing, stop the bleeding, blah, 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 blah. Then, if they're in, in, you know, if they're in distress, but they're breathing, okay, you know, mm-hmm. we can, you'll get them help eventually. What you want to do, though, is you, you want to get their limbs raised up so that the blood stays down close to their heart make their life easier, right? So you mm-hmm. elevate their legs. You try to make sure they're breathing well. You loosen their clothing. You know, there's all kinds oh. of steps that you can do. <laughs> really loosen. <laughs> That's Dr. Riggle talking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the Marine talking That's like yeah. that knows how to do the first day. Oh, by the way, I watched 12 Strong on the airplane the other day. Finally. Week. I know. Finally. It was really good, but I wanted to see more of you in it. I was a little bummed. I thought I, I was, was going to get to see you on a horse. Yeah. And then I realized you were like the the, the big shot guy, like the commander guy. And I was like, well, this isn't real.
1: <laughs> he would never be in charge. <laughs> never
2: be in charge. No, but you were great. You were You're great in kind. it. But uh, And the movie was really good. It was really, really good. It's,
1: uh, I, I I would agree with you, and I think it's uh, what always makes it, for me, a good uh, story is a true story.
2: So, yeah.
1: So it's cool. I did not
2: know that story, but it makes complete sense that they would have to go by horseback through those areas because yeah. there's no, no roads. vehicle. No yeah. roads. I mean, Afghanistan it's doesn't a... have mail.
1: <laughs> no, and it's all mountainous and terrible up north.
2: Yeah, you, you know I got uh, meningitis when I was there. No. Yeah, and I think it's from having to... Um, from having to use the wag bags uh, on certain bases because they don't have porta potties because there's no way of emptying them. Uh-huh. And so, and I would have to use a wag bag for urine. What is it? starts for waste alleviation. I don't know. Something. G. Uh, like, I don't know. So basically, you, you know what I a just, wag uh, bag is. When I
1: was over there, I used to just take a dump on the track. <laughs>
2: On the track? On the track. What tra- oh, yeah, yeah. The running track? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. They have so many running tracks in Afghanistan. <laughs> All over the place. The whole place is just one big one rocky big, track. track. But, well, you know, guys would use the wag bag for a number to drop a deuce. But girls, <laughs> we'd. Ha- I have to go pee in it because there's – I can't use a pee tube. Right. So then I have to go throw the bag in the fire. But, of course, there's no weight. Mm -hmm. So I have to get super close to the fire. So anyway.
0: This is all disgusting stuff. (laughs) Waste of gelling bag, by the way.
2: Gelling bag. Yeah, because you you put the
1: gel in there.
2: (laughs) 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 That noise reminds me of Shaq. You know he has a new podcast, I
1: love Shaq's new podcast. um, And I love Shaq. You know why? Because when I was at the uh, NBA All-Star Game this year, um, my I took my son, mm-hmm. and Shaq snuck up behind him. He, he had a ball, a basketball, my son, and he snuck up and took it from him, oh. and just kept walking. And my son <laughs> stood there, and was like, ah. you know," because my son's little and Shaq is seven foot, whatever. And uh-huh. he just took it from him, and walked off, and there was that moment of panic because he was like, "What just happened?" He took my ball, <laughs> and then Shaq turned around and came back and was play- goofing I with mean. him and signed it for him and was really sweet to him. So and nice. So he's he's a he's a playful, fun. Nice guy who yeah. I I, right, I enjoy, and and you know he's got uh, uh, he's got his podcast, the big podcast with Shaq, yeah, uh, which is awesome. I mean, they talk about basketball, obviously, because that's what the man. He's in the Hall of Fame. We will be all. He knows
2: Fame. a little bit about basketball
0: and
1: sports, uh, so he knows a lot about sports. The athlete, the athlete's mind if yeah. you will, uh, but he also likes to talk about movies, TV, uh, uh, music, you know, what's happening uh, in his life, gossip, uh, he has guests on there, he's had uh, Chris Weber, he's had Gronkowski, he's had me. He's had you. Me, I was a guest on, on his show. Um, uh-huh. So make sure you check out The Big Podcast with Shaq every Monday, exclusively on Apple Podcasts, the Podcast One app, and PodcastOne.com.
2: But does he talk about pee and poop?
1: Not like we do, Not baby. Like we do. And I said baby. You
2: saw the other, I hate to be in the theme, but like the the woman that was heating up her urine in a 7-Eleven microwave.
1: No, what, don't, don't even. God damn it. What?
2: It exploded in the microwave. Stop.
1: Stop right now. Hold on. This woman. Yes. God damn it. This woman was heating up her own urine in a 7-Eleven in a microwave. Why?
2: I don't know.
0: I do. Because you, it, she, she went on to claim that it was fake urine, but it presumably, fake urine. it's presumably Presumably, someone else's, and she was heating it up because she was going to a job interview, and she was trying to pass a drug test, and <laughs> your urine needs to be your body temperature.
2: Oh, right. Well, that explains
0: <laughs> everything. That's
2: also how Rob burned the roof of his mouth. <laughs> when the urine's too hot and you drink it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I didn't know it just came straight out of the microwave. Um, some
2: ice in it. Oh, my God. That that is like
1: the Darwin Award type shit. That is exactly... uh, Only a moron Uh. trying to pass a drug test because she does drugs (laughs) and she can't pass it on her own. So she's borrowed a, a straight friend's urine yeah. And she's heating it up. And of course it explodes because she's an asshole and she heated it up probably for two minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like you, you should know better than to put plastic in the microwave for that
1: long. Uh, I don't know if there's any other way to say it, but our country is doomed. <laughs> our nation is on a fast track to hell and it's going, it's making this stop at piss town and shit town on the way. <laughs>
2: This lady could not take a hot whiz, and so she had to heat it up. And then I guess she got cited for $500 for damaging the microwave, and she was not allowed to take her drug test that day. Uh yeah, the officer wrote, when I reminded her that urine blew up where people prepare their food, she told me it was not real urine.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, what? That, again. And
2: she, she said she cleaned it up. She's like, I she's so it up. dumb.
1: She's so dumb. She's going to make it, she's going to take a lie and dig deeper. <laughs> like, you're already stone cold busted. And you know the job she was interviewing for? Superintendent. <laughs> like, There's
2: a job opening down the road. I got to get there. Yeah, but I got to pass this drug test. <laughs> oh, uh, Look at her. So There's a
1: picture of her. She wow. looks like actually she looks like a, some sort of satanic worshipper.
2: Her name is Angelique Sanchez. No, her name is uh, Angelique Sanchez. <laughs> That's her name. Well, I just made it French when it. Yeah, I was about to say very French. Spanish. Angelique. Uh-huh. Angelique. I don't know. Anyway, so she's got to pay five hundred dollars. But we right. haven't even brought up sports. By the way, let's <laughs>
1: let's let's get off of this because it's making me crazy mad. <laughs>
2: Oh, because sports is going to make you so happy right now. Uh,
1: I'll tell you what, what does make me happy. Okay. And I did tweet this out. Um, LeBron James' performance in this series against Mm -hmm. um, Toronto Toronto Mm -hmm. was astonishing.
2: For someone who said he was so tired.
1: Yes. He uh, and there's so many haters. There's so many haters out there, and everybody likes to do the mental masturbation of debating who's the greatest, who's the blah blah blah. No, it's Kobe. It's Michael Jordan. It's fine. You know, you guys bore mm-hmm. me to death. Debate till you are blue in the face. De- debate till you die. I don't care. <laughs> he is got to be in the conversation, though. He's got to be in the conversation yeah. as the the greatest, if. Not yeah. one of the top two. I mean, he's he's one. He's so amazing. He he his numbers. He's getting to the point now mm-hmm. where his, his statistically, just if you just look on paper, he wins across the board.
2: Yeah. The question the co- the conversation should be were, was Michael Jordan as good as LeBron? Is Kobe was Kobe as yeah. good as LeBron? Yeah. Like, it's all these it's the all base. these
1: crusty crusty writers that you know maybe they don't like his style or they were growing up when Michael was growing up, so they're Michael fans. Yeah, yeah. Whatever their hang up is. Uh, LeBron is the real deal. He's just the real deal. Because
2: you know what else is really exceptional is like continuing to have a career in the age that we are with Twitter, where everything that you do is criticized and scrutinized and you're written about like nonstop and people talk to you about it, to your face about it. Yeah. Like he you have no feelings or you. emotions yeah. or you're not a you're human. You're not a human. Yeah. And to be able to stay somewhat sane and still get better at basketball is like, whew, that's yeah. really good.
1: And and I've never seen a guy quite like him in the sense that he takes the entire team and puts them on his back. <laughs> yeah. And like that game seven in the first series mm-hmm. when he went off for 45 points and triple-double and basically just said, I got it. Yeah. Well, I'll take us there. Okay. And they let him, and he did.
2: That series could have been 2-2. Mm-hmm. Because – but he hits a buzzer beater. Swept at, him. In yeah. two game. You know, he hits a buzzer beater. Yeah. And they win at the very last second of the game, twice.
1: He was so hot last night. Did you see he, a fade away from behind the backboard <laughs> went in? I was like, all right, this is crazy. He's unconscious. This, this is <laughs> yeah. foolish. I anyway, I just I had to throw that out there because I'm so... It's just nonstop hate these days. I'm so tired of the hate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and look, sometimes maybe it's... It, it's never really deserved, but everybody's got an opinion, fine, blah, 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 blah. I just... I don't I'm – I'm from the old school. If you don't have anything positive to say, just shut up. That's just me. Yeah. Unless you take a dump on a school track and you're a superintendent. Then I got nothing but hate for you. But, um, you know, just shut up. And, and, and then say the positive stuff. Be a positive person in this world. Trying. Yeah.
2: I'm, you know what I think is positive is that um, the, uh, that coach uh, Becky Hammond for the Spurs is interviewing to be the head coach of Milwaukee.
1: Yes, I think I saw that. Huge. That's very, very uh, groundbreaking.
2: Groundbreaking, in a, in, a, in, a,
1: in, yeah. a, in a really in a quantum leap way.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it's it's
1: it's always been perpetually accepted mm-hmm. that unless you walk the walk, how dare you talk the talk? Yeah. And um, this is a. What I uh, you know not to call it a test case, but it is. It's the first anybody anybody who's first through the breach, right, is going to take the slings and arrows always. And okay. so I'm I'm interested to see the fallout, uh, and I'm interested to see whether or not she gets hired. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean
2: it's gonna it's I mean a uh, huge uh huge hoops for her to jump through already, but just being considered no for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're so good at hoops and hula hooping, and uh, but uh, just for Popovich to uh, have hired her in the first place. I mean, he's always been on the forefront of of that kind of stuff. You know, where he's like Well he's a
1: progressive dude.
2: He's so progressive. Yeah. He's
1: progress he's a little obnoxious to be honest with you. He's kind of a dick too. <laughs> yeah. But he's a he's he is. He, he's very rude to reporters. He's very yeah. rude to people. But as far as progressive thinking, he mm-hmm. definitely has a progressive mind.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. been very outspoken about the president and the leadership yep. of the country yep. and you know uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it says a lot that like he never came back once his wife passed away. I thought that was like. I think it. I think in sports sometimes like we're expected to just kind of power through, mm-hmm. and you know you think about like the Brett Favre games and stuff like that where people like athletes are expected to do that, and I think coaches are, and he was just like no, and I thought and it's the playoffs. It's like who else would have really. Been able to really get away with something like that, and I think not many. No, I've had I thought mean, he, that he's, he has
1: the pedigree. He's earned. Yes, he's earned that. Yes. So I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, um, I don't like his style. <laughs> you don't. I don't. Uh, and again, I'm not. I, I don't want to be a hater, but I, I think he's rude to people.
2: I like that he's rude. You do? I love it. Yeah. I think it's like deserved Stop. sometimes because I think also, like, everybody's got a job recording. to do. Just
1: because a reporter has yeah. to do their job doesn't mean you get to beat the shit out of them and humiliate them.
2: Well, I think sometimes, though, he's what he's trying to say is like, ask me a better question. Understood. Yeah.
1: Understood. But we all have our inconveniences in life. Yeah. And if his biggest inconvenience is having to answer a sideline reporter's silly question about why didn't you call a timeout or. You know, gee, they're making a lot of shots, (laughs) which are, you know, I get it. Everybody gets it. Yeah. But they're advocating for the audience at home. So they're asking very basic Mm -hmm. questions or whatever. You do your part. You know, it's all a big team.
2: Yeah. I guess like a bigger part for me is just like, I don't really know what I get out of those questions to coaches anyway. I don't really understand why we need that. And not to try to take away jobs from people who.
1: You hate sideline reporters. I really don't
2: like them. <laughs> I don't see the point. It's just like stopping a coach oh and being like, oh, what are you guys going to do in the next quarter? It's like, well, we're going to try to score more fucking points. Yeah. Like, what are do you doing? I think? do
1: agree with you. I do hear you. I absolutely hear you. Because I, uh, especially when they grab them on the way to the locker room. Yeah. You know, and, and I, when I it's always, it's like, um, Uh, It's like uh, war coverage. So, General, what's the plan of attack? Well, tomorrow we're going to attack their left flank. No, you're not going to tell them. I never understood that. Like when they go, so what do you want to do? And what are you going to tell them at halftime? If I'm the coach, I'm not effing telling you shit. because the the lock the the opponents have televisions and cell phones and they can text you know like right. if i were to tell you exactly what i'm thinking and what i'm going to do mm-hmm. then you're going to they're going to have access to that information as well so of course i'm going to sit there and go well we got to try harder we got to make more tackles we got to get more yardage try to put some points <laughs> on the board of course yeah.
2: yeah you can't give everybody all the answers no
1: I, so i agree with you in that sense it is kind of a senseless interview mm-hmm. but everybody's doing it so no one is going to stop doing it do you yes. know what I mean
2: yeah you just you can't give away all the answers but you know who does who have all the answers True car. oh <laughs> these days news travels lightning fast which is great if you're a sports fan between status updates, breaking news notifications, and Twitter feeds, you can always be up to the minute on every team and every game. While this is great for sports, it's the opposite when it comes to buying a car. Go online and you're bombarded with numbers, invoice, list price, dealer price. It's hard to know how to recognize a good price. Not anymore! Introducing True Price from True Car. It's the only price you need to know because it's exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories. How do you know if your True Price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want so you know how to recognize a good price and your certified dealers know this so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business so when you're ready to buy a new or used car visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience some features not available in all states Say. You transition queen.
1: nailed it <laughs> once again, my friend. Nobody does it like you. Nobody does it like Sarah T. Uh, also in sports, a uh, lot of stuff happening um, sp- besides Becky Harmon, besides LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hold on. Justify. Justify. <laughs> what? Justify wins the Kentucky
2: Derby. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Oh, the horse! Right,
0: right, right.
2: <laughs> I was in so done. I was in Calgary on Saturday, and I didn't get to watch any of that.
1: Cal- were you I up didn't. for there for the rodeo?
2: No, I wish Stampede. <laughs> no, I was there for a charity
1: show. Oh, and, nice.
2: Uh, yeah, whatever. Ah, uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs>
1: So I didn't very, get to see even any though of you're it. even though you're rough and tough and you put yeah. out the tough vibe, yeah. you have a big sweetheart. So yeah. I'm glad to hear you went up and did that nice yes. thing.
2: It was called Pinko de Mayo uh-huh. for a women's cancer, and uh, it was very successful. It was at a Country Line dancing bar, <laughs> and all these 18 year olds came in like halfway through the comedy show, and it was not conducive for comedy. Oh, good lord! Let's say, you know, it was a very loud environment. Well, that was still a but very, still what it a great good. event. I'm yes. glad it
1: raised money. They it raised was successful. Money. Yes.
2: But I didn't, but uh, my boyfriend and them put a bunch of money on the derby. Oh yeah. And uh, they won a, uh, they won a little bit.
1: Did they, would they get a piece of it
2: Yeah. Cause they got a Like to show trifecta. or place
1: or something. Oh, they got a trifecta. Yeah. But, That's big payday.
2: Yeah. yeah, But oh. not, not the big, big one where there's like the super effective. Yeah. Or the super like, Did you put any money on the
1: race? No, my son had a little league baseball game, uh, so I was yeah. tied up in that. And I realized I, I, this is how I've been so busy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got home and I saw all the stuff on TV. I was like, oh, the derby was today. <laughs>
2: oh, God. Yeah. Isn't that awful? Yeah, yeah. I but hate it was that, like cause... something that you looked forward to and yeah. then it just passes well, you by a, in life a, and you're like, what? It
1: is a special thing. Like it, there's so much hype and then the race is so it's like, what, a two or three minute race yeah. and that's it. And so it's fun and it's exciting and, and all the hype and, and I, it blew by me this year. I missed it completely.
2: Yeah. So justify, justify. Thank you. I like the way that you said that. <laughs> yeah, he had a big day on Saturday. Albert Pujols had a big week because he.
1: Congratulations to him. Yeah. Three thousand hits mm-hmm. and six hundred home runs, and there's only like four people in baseball who have done that. Yeah. Think how think how long baseball's been around. Think how many amazing players. Yeah. And there's only four that have climbed that mountain. Phew. That's impressive, and and I. I have had the pleasure of meeting Albert Uh uh, on a couple occasions because I play in his golf tournament. (laughs) Imagine that. And um, uh, the sweetest, most kind – a uh, charity-minded person you'd ever want to meet.
2: That's nice. And his
1: wife is from Kansas City. Bing, bang, oh, bang. Oh, that's there why you, you like him. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. But he
2: fits in with our poo hole theme today. <laughs> he does. You know, our he... pee hole and poo hole <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. theme today has been, wow, brought to you by True Car. <laughs> 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 Poor True Car today is just like, hmm, this is our intro. What else, what? You guys
0: talked about Justified. Do you see the story about the woman who bet eighteen bucks and turned it into one?
1: Yeah, I, I heard that. about that. It was a, a, on, pick five, something old. Yeah. yeah, what happened? Five different races. It was
0: right? five different races. She did it at some track in Texas, and uh, the last race was um, was the Kentucky Derby winner. One of her picks was. Uh, Was like a forty to forty to one underdog, right? And that was like why there were there were a few that were underdogs like that, and that was why it got so big.
2: But there was five different races. Five different races. Imagine like having four of those. She bet you won, and you're like, oh my god!
1: I know. And now I got
2: this forty to one.
1: (laughs) So she put down eighteen dollars. That's right. And she got back one point two million. Yep. That's even more money. See, now that's why we're going to be okay as a nation. (laughs) Despite all the pooing oh. and peeing, we're going to be okay.
2: See, when the horses poop on the track, that's when you go. That's a good horse. I'm not. When you- a superintendent poops <laughs> on the track, you're like, we shouldn't hire him again.
1: I'm not even lying. <laughs> not even lying. Back in college, when I would go to the dog track, yeah, uh, uh, I would watch the dogs as they would pr- bring them out, and they were taking them to the to the launching to yeah. the shoot or whatever you call it. <laughs> the
2: launching. <thing. laughs> <laughs> the, launch pad. the launch pad yeah the slingshot where they throw yeah, them where out fl- <laughs> <laughs> All right! yeah, yeah sure sure
1: um and i would watch and literally i would stand right by the track and the first dog that took a whiz <laughs> i would run up and bet on that dog because <laughs> i was convinced because it worked like two times and i was like it's a lock i got a system there was like, I think your system's flawed. I'm so like, many, trust me.
2: Everybody has that system, though. Isn't that the system <laughs> that, like, everybody has? We're like, oh, that horse. Peeped, no kidding, though. The repeat. first two
1: times I did it, I won. And I was like, this is automatic. And right. then I got burned the next 12 times. I figured out maybe this isn't as good as I thought it was.
2: Do you think the horses would run faster if they knew that they got American Pharaoh's deal if they won? Yeah.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God. So it's two. Uh, American Pharaoh is one of the great racehorses of all time.
2: Right, because he won the the triple crown.
1: Right, and so he's legendary uh, genes, I guess, and 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 good stock. Yes. And so his semen, <laughs> let's just call it what it is. Yes. Every time he
2: <laughs> his hot horse semen. Uh,
1: thank you for that. <laughs> goes for two hundred thousand dollars a batch. <laughs> yeah, I call it a batch. You heard me. Two hundred k a batch, and. He's knocking out four or five batches a day, or no. something. Yeah, it was crazy because they said annually he was making thirty million, thirty million dollars annually. Just <laughs> he, just making sweet oh, love. Yeah.
2: He's making thirty million. I think. I think when he a, gets yeah. the best oats.
1: <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he has like a really warm like stall. Paul and
2: oats come and play for him <laughs> while they feed him his oats.
1: At that, at those prices, yes, <laughs> I would take the gig
2: my god i
1: would go in and tell jokes you to this bet. horse
2: you gotta wonder like somebody like rides him and then they hit him with the thing and he's like don't you fucking hit don't me, ever. Fuck. No, ever
1: yeah ever 200k <laughs> a pop yeah. son
2: yeah i'll As, let that yeah. dry right up <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah i didn't realize uh but i guess you know obviously it's american fairies he's a yeah. legendary horse so that's why but i guess this horse breeding is no joke like it gets it, you can make millions uh, breeding horses.
2: What if it doesn't take, right? That's like, your you- problem. That's a,
0: <laughs> that's a YP, not an MP. It's a 200K per, for an impregnation, not just for them to screw.
2: What do you mean, an impregnation? I they mean, don't like, just screw. The, I thought that they extracted it. They He literally just has sex with another horse?
0: That's what it says. I think so.
1: I think <laughs> They he, just bring in? They, well, they put on the Barry White first. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They put on some hey, easy, boy. slow going tunes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Just like, who's this little filly? Well, <laughs> filly, filly.
1: Look, if you're thinking about making love, or you're thinking about, and you're thinking about being aggressive, or just being a man, let's talk about hymns. All right, because it's out there, guys. If you want one stop shopping for hair loss. Skin care. Sexual wellness. See, there's a the connection. That's sexual it. wellness. For men, not horses. For men. I'm talking about hymns for Come on, guys. Yeah. Thanks to science, boldness can be optional. Hymns connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. It's that simple, folks. Um Honestly, sixty-six percent of men are losing their hair by the age of thirty-five. And you don't want to be one of those guys, so come on, get on board, lose that baldness. <laughs>
2: get on board. Come on, Jesus! <laughs>
1: jump Keep on, your hair. Jump on
2: the hair train. Keep
1: your hair. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going through fourhymns.com. So easy. <laughs> Uh, so easy. Order now, guys. Order now. How do you do that? Uh, you get a trial month for $5 today, right now, uh, while supplies last. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Go to dot com slash wriggle. That's 4 hymns dot com slash wriggle four hymns dot com slash wriggle. There was three times. You can't mess that up. Huh? I gave it to you three times. Get your hair back. Get your boner back. Get back in the game. <laughs> All right. All right.
2: One quick question before yeah. we wrap it up. Here's a listener
1: question for you. Oh do Unless we have we if, have a bunch of listener questions. Yeah
2: but I want to keep with the theme.
1: <laughs> oh no.
2: <laughs> this is uh from Brian Brian B. Big Bad Bry 86. Do military barbers shave their privates?
1: <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh, that's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, my God, I did not even realize. I was like, oh, it says privates. Like, let's talk about that since we're already.
1: Um,
2: oh, I see. I can answer
1: this a bunch of different ways. Okay. Uh, no, Bar- military, uh, you just shave your head. Oh. Uh, ba Okay. Um, and uh, no, we do not shave uh, your private junk. We shave privates.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: sometimes okay. private first classes, but privates
2: oh, see right. how he
1: worked that in there
2: yeah so then there 's um I think a lot of uh, a lot of people talking to us uh, a lot of questions about the big slick, what people can expect from that so oh my gosh, you know guys, you
1: big tell. slick is coming June first and second in kansas city it 's going to be an uh, an amazing event it 's the ninth annual. Ninth time we've done it this will be your first time Sarah first to come time. and I'm yeah. so excited you're coming out to join us I'm um, yeah and uh, we have more celebrities than we've ever had. this is our be our biggest year
2: and are people like will people get to meet you in person like is this like there's there's
1: some this- opportunities um, to to meet um, it depends on um, if you've uh, uh paid money it's a charity so mm-hmm. we're trying to raise money for children's mercy hospital we have a softball game that we play at, Roy- at uh i call it royal stadium it's kaufman stadium the k <laughs> it's where the royals play it sees how long that is yeah. when you just say royal stadium yeah. anyway fine the k uh we're gonna play a softball game there on friday night and all the celebs will be out there you can come watch play root them on you're gonna see some of your favorite people out there some really talented funny people great actors great musicians um, and then Saturday, we have a bowling tournament, which mm-hmm. if you paid money, you can uh, you bottle Lane and celebrities will rotate through and you get to bowl with certain celebrities oh, and nice. take your pictures and meet and greet and say hi. Um, and then uh, that night, we have the auction slash show uh, at the Midland Theater, which there, you can buy tickets for that and you can come to that and hopefully bid on some of the auction items and uh, help raise money for Children's Mercy that way.
2: Now – What are some of the auction items? Are you up for auction?
1: Uh, No, but they are some of the most unique uh, auction items in America. And and I say that, and I'm not even exaggerating. Um, Last year, uh, Paul Rudd, who is one of our hosts, Mm -hmm. um, auctioned off uh, a chance to go with him to the Ant-Man premiere. Okay. Uh, Ant-Man 2, I think, uh, premiere. And you got to walk the red carpet with him and um, go to the premiere with him, watch the movie with him, and then go to the after party with him.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: And it went for crazy money. Crazy. Right. Because it's a lifetime experience. Like, yeah. that's the thing. We offer up so many cool things that are experiential that, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, if someone has a condo in Maui for five days, that's a really cool thing. But, it can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody can get access to that. Yeah. What you can't get access to, no matter how rich or whatever, you can't get access to Ant-Man two premiere with Paul. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go to unless you buy this thing. And so it went for big money. A couple of years ago, I did the same thing for Dumb and Dumber Two.
2: Oh, nice.
1: And I sold off a package. And then we had such a high bidder that it turned into a bidding war between two people. And so I said Okay, if you'll match what he just bid, I'll I'll get you four tickets as well. Wow! And I didn't have them, <laughs> but I couldn't leave that money on the right. table. Yeah, it was yeah, like forty five thousand yeah. yeah, so. dollars, so I couldn't leave it on the table. So I was like, and then I immediately, when they said yes, I immediately walked backstage and called uh, Bobby Fairley uh-huh. uh, or Peter, and and I said. I am so sorry. Uh <laughs> but I have, I just put it out there and uh I'm really out on a limb here. Can you give me four more tickets to the premiere? Yeah. And I explained everything and he was like, "Of course, you are oh, good." Oh,
2: that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's nice.
1: So, uh So anyway, we raised a lot of money and, and by the way, the host star, uh Dave Kegner, Eric Stone Street, um Jason Sudeikis, uh, Paul Rudd, and myself, mm-hmm. all Kansas City guys. And so we, we bring back a ton of things to auction off. But our, our guests bring back things, too. You know, Martin Starr from Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. he brought back a come hang out, spend an entire day on the set of Silicon Valley with oh. the cast and have lunch and do all Indeed. this stuff. And that went for big money last year, yeah. you know. And uh, uh, Eric always auctions off a, a day on Modern Family, you know, and you get to go hang out with the whole Gosh, same thing. Yeah. Um, so, again, these very cool experiential things that, that are, you don't find anywhere else.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, one other question that I – just before we wrap this up, this yeah. guy, uh, Jay Sopp, mm-hmm. uh, in keeping with the Kansas City theme, mm-hmm. uh, he said, Is this true? If so, this is a hell of a tourism draw. And it is a sign that says Kansas City welcomes 25 million visitors
1: annually." Yes, <laughs> yes, there was a uh, unfortunate misprint
2: <laughs>
1: on a huge poster that what is was
2: the, what was the misprint
1: uh, the anally oh. it was supposed to be annually I was
2: like it's definitely not twenty five million. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Actually I would, I've been texting that with a bunch of people because they've been everybody's been lighting me up with oh, that. Oh really? Oh Good. my god. Knoxville try. started yesterday and oh. then it's been going down uh-huh. the line. Okay. Everybody's been writing saying Anally. Yeah. I didn't know. And I'm like I'm like, it's twenty six. It's twenty six. I keep saying it's twenty six. It's twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's a misprint, it's twenty six.
2: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So oh, uh, right. yeah, so. it's not
1: annually. Um at least not at those numbers. <laughs> it's annually. We host twenty five million visitors. Yeah. Annu- annually
2: annually,
1: annually,
2: right? Thank you. And like that'll be a lot of them will be at the Big Slick. Uh,
1: I hope people come out, uh, and you can also go to Big Slick KC dot org if you just want to donate. Also, there's a chance there's a if you go there there I think it's some sort of omaze or some sort of thing uh, I don't know what it is, but you have a chance to bid, and if you win, uh, you uh, can come hang out backstage. With us, oh. with all the celebs, with the guests, with the host. We're going to have cocktails. We're going to drink behind, backstage before the show. We're going to hang out the whole weekend. It's going to be phenomenal. So even if you don't live in KC, feel free to get on board. <laughs> but it's all for kids. It's all for kids. It's all for the kids. And I've been to that hospital and the work they do, mm-hmm. it, I've seen it firsthand. I watched them do open heart surgery on a nine-day-old baby. Oh, my God. Where just a couple years ago, that baby would have died. And now, because of uh, the, the advancements they've made and the research they've done and the equipment they have, they mm-hmm. were able to save that baby's life. And, you know, I'm a parent mm-hmm. and that stuff just hits you like a thunderbolt. You right. know, you think about, you can't help but personalize that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I think about those parents and what it means for them and, and for that child to have a chance at life, you know? So anyway, it's, uh, they do great work and I uh, hope people will uh,
0: get on board. And that's well, uh, a it's a crowd rise by the way. Crowd rise. Crowd rise, sorry. Crowd big rise. Big Slick 2018. Thank you. Crowd, crowd rise, rise. Crowd rise. My my bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're bad.
1: Yeah. You and your dumb mouth. Hold on. <laughs> uh, all right, well all that's right. uh that's another Riggle's picks. I'm um, Rob 05. Riggle.
2: I'm Sarah Tiana. Fair fair. Fair
1: fair.